Good evening, good evening, good evening. My name is Lissa and I'm your host. Welcome to the broadcast. And tonight we continue in the book, Pray Without Ceasing, A Believer's Guide to Effective Intercession. And this book is by Apostle Stephen A. Garner. For those of you that want the hard copy, you can get it on Amazon, on uh, Kindle, and at sagministries.com. And as a matter of fact, he has a ton of books. So if you want to check them out, they're all pretty amazing. You will be blessed. So let's continue. We are on chapter nine, and it is entitled Biblical Purposes for Corporate Gatherings. We will continue with this. We started it. We already started it and we're on a second session where it speaks of corporate prayer in um, and then it talks about in the prophetic. So so let's take a look at this. Bow your heads, let's pray. I want to focus on Luke 2:52 and it says and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and with man. Oh, my Lord, I thank you for this day, and I give you all glory. You are a good God. I thank you that you are an abundant God that gives us wisdom. Father, wisdom to increase, wisdom to give us stature, and the ability of having sustaining stature, wisdom in favor with you and with man. Father God, I thank you that you sustain us and you give us wisdom in your daily, in our daily walk, wisdom with purpose, wisdom with creativity, wisdom in innovation, wisdom with your promise, wisdom to push forward, wisdom in a focused mind. Father God, and you give us wisdom in stature with man, wisdom and in stature with your presence, stature in uh, the ability of not only knowing you, but you being used by you, stature in your authority, stature in your grace, stature and in wisdom. Father God, I thank you, Abba Father. I thank you, Lord, that in you the favor of God is endless. Father, favor and open doors, favor in grace, favor in promotion, favor in the job place, favor in new businesses, favor in our church. Favor with our leaders, favor with your grace, favor with wisdom, favor with the anointing, favor with the Holy Spirit fire. In the name of Jesus, we give you all glory and all honor because it is in you and in you alone. We praise you on high. And we thank you in advance in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now let's take a look at this here. Second, 
section of chapter 9, and it is entitled Biblical Purposes for Corporate Gathering. It says, it's a, it, it's a time to hear prophetic counsel and receive insight according, let me say this again, it's a time to hear prophetic counsel and receive insight concerning the presence and future purpose of God. Jacob gathered his sons together and began to prophesy over them concerning their destiny and mandate. It is important that we do this over our children, that we would prophesy their destiny and mandate. Amen. Even over our marriages, even over our lives. Amen. As we gather to intercede, the prophetic anointing is often stirred in. It's stirred in us to pray and proclaim this counsel of God for the assignment given to us, especially the destiny of our cities, regions, and nations. And Apostle says, take a look at Genesis 49.2. Genesis 49. Uh, it's 1 and 2. So I want you to jot these scriptures down because you're going to go back once we're done. I need you to go back to make sure you take a look at these references. And if you have time right now, look them up. It says, and Jacob called unto his sons and said, gather yourselves together that I may tell you that which shall befall you in the last days. Two, gather yourself together and hear ye sons of Jacob. And hearken unto Israel your father. Glory to God. Let's look at another translation here. The ESV says this. Then Jacob called his sons and said, Gather yourselves together, that I may tell you what shall happen to you in days to come. Assemble. And listen, O sons of Jacob, listen to Israel, your father. Hallelujah. It is important that you not only gather in corporate, but you do this in your homes where you decree and you prophesy destiny and the destiny of your children, the destiny of your marriage, the destiny and purposes, the mandates, amen, over yourself, your marriage, your children, your siblings, your future. Also in our gatherings. Let's keep, let's keep going here. During our corporate gatherings, there will be times where the power of God will manifest and supernatural provision will come forth and it'll come forth in miracles, 
signs, wonders, healings, and deliverance. This occurred in Numbers 28. And it says, water was released from the rock as Moses spoke to it. Water was released from the rock. You can tell anybody. Speak a word over them. And over time, by the power of Jesus Christ, it must manifest according to his perfect will, obviously. Water is symbolic of the word and spirit of God. Hallelujah. Christ is our rock. And as we gather corporately to consult with him, the power of his word and spirit will manifest in our assembly. He then describes, not only he puts it on the notes, number, numbers 28. I want you to jot that down. Number 20. And verse 8. And then he says also to take a look at 21.16. Jot it down. Numbers. Let's go there. 21.16. Hallelujah. And it says. Sorry, I'm trying to find it here. And it says. And. From thence thy went to beer, that is the well whereof the Lord spake unto Moses, gather the people together, and I will give them water. Hallelujah. Let's look at another translation. The NLT, from there the Israelites traveled to beer which is the well, which is the well where the Lord said to Moses, assemble the people and I will give them water. Hallelujah. He is the living water. He will give you water. Complete restoration. Let's take a look at another one. As we gather we will begin to hear the voice of our of God and learn the fear of the Lord. As a result, the generations will be blessed. It is imperative that our labor in intercession focuses on the generations born as well as those yet to come. I hope you all got that. I'm going to say it again. It is imperative that our labor in intercession focuses on the generations born as well as those yet to be born. So it's really interesting because I focus a lot on those that are born, but not those yet to come. And I think I need to be more intentional. So this is a really good teaching for all of us. Amen. So that, let's take a look at Deuteronomy. Do, do. Okay. And he emphasizes on taking a look at Deuteronomy 4, 9 and 10. 4. 
Let's go there. Nine and ten. And it says, I'm going to pull up the New Kings James Version. It says, only take heed to yourself and diligently keep yourselves lest you focus, you forget, I'm sorry, the things your eyes have seen and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life and teach them to your children and your grandchildren especially concerning the day you stood before the Lord your God in Herob, when the Lord said to me, gather the people to me and I, and I will let them hear my words that they may hear, that they may learn to fear me all the days they live on earth and that they may teach their children glory to god let's continue here there are strategic purposes ordained by god to be released through every gathering and then he mentions asaf which is a s a p h asaf was given insight into the tra transpires, into what transpires in the heavens as we assemble corporately. The heavens declare the righteousness of God, and He is revealed as judge. The people, the people began began to hear, and God testified unto them. This is but a glimpse of what we are in store for as we preserve, preserve, I'm sorry, persevere in gathering. That's Psalms. Jot it down. That's the book of Psalms 50, 1 through 7. Let's go there. Psalms. 51 through 7. I am going to look at the ESV. Let's see what this is. The mighty one, God the Lord, speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Our God comes. He does not keep silence, silence before him in a devouring fire. Around him a mighty tempest. He calls to the heavens above uh, and to the earth that he may judge his people. Gather to me my faithful ones who make a covenant with me. By sacrifice, the heavens declare his righteousness. For God himself is judge. Selah. And then it, he ends here. The scriptures end at seven. Hear, 
oh my people, hear, oh my people, hear, H-E-A-R, hear, oh my people, and I will speak, oh Israel, I will testify against you, I am God, your God, I will say it again, I will testify against you, I am God, your God. Let's continue. There are many people from various walks of life that have multiple needs when they join the church of the Lord. Some of them are acquainted with the ways of God and can be character, character, categorized as backsliders. Others are totally unfamiliar with the ways of God. Our corporate gathering gatherings release the power of God to remove fear, heal from dismay, disappointment, and frustrations, and activate prosperity, to name a few. It is important to know that what we do as a corporate body impacts both saves and unsaved people. I'm going to say it again. It is important to know that we do that we do as a corporate body impacts both saved and unsaved people. Now, it says remember, God simply loves people. We need to remember that. God simply loves people. If we all would love by him just the way he does, this would be a much better world. Amen. So let's look at Jeremiah. And then it ends with this verse, Jeremiah 23, 2 through 5. And it says this. I'm going to go with the King's James. Therefore, thus says the Lord. God of Israel, against the pastors that feed my people. Ye have scattered my flock and driven them away and have not visited them. Behold, I will visit upon you the evil of your doings, says the Lord. OMG. That is a harsh word. OMG. That is a harsh word. Jeremiah, I got to jot it down, 23, 2 through 5. Lord, have mercy on the leaders. Let's continue here. Let's do another one. The Lord was standing over the city of Jerusalem and speaking to it. He declared with strong affection how he desired to gather them, but that they would not. This city rejected and killed his apostles and prophets. As a result, their horses, which speak of families, listen to this, their horses, which speaks of families, were left desolate. Families were left desolate. Families were left desolate. The Lord desires to gather cities today, and he can speak to them. 
He can speak to them. I'm going to say it again. The Lord desires to gather cities today and he can speak to them through our corporate gatherings as we intercede and cry out to them, cry out to him. Sorry. Matthew 23, 37. Let's go there. Matthew. Matthew 23, 37. And here it is. King's James Version. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that killest the prophets and stoned them which are sent unto thee. How often would I have gathered thy children together, even as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wings, and ye would not. My God, does God hold his people accountable? There is mercy and grace, but we need to know that God is serious about his people. He loves them. And once you know this, you're held responsible to do his will and to draw men unto him. Not the contrary, not away from him. Amen. So that was Matthew 23, 37. I want to make sure that I said this, Matthew 23, 37. Yes, we have a few more to go, but I don't think we're going to have time to do them. We, we're in 20 minutes, 21 minutes, so I'm going to leave it right here, and I'm going to get back to you first thing in the morning. May God richly bless you. I thank you for taking the time out. I love you guys, um, and I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Amen? Have a good night's rest. God bless you. May God richly, richly, richly bless you. Good night. Bye-bye.